Somewhere between Lincoln, Nebraska and Secaucus, New Jersey lies a very spooky town. A town so spooky that it's scary. The people are weird. Their stories are dumb. Welcome to Scary Town. Someone once said that all politics is local. It sure sounds nice, but whoever said it must have never seen the results of Missouri's 2nd Congressional District digitally imposed over the ice rink at Rockefeller Center. Once you see that shit, you can't help but think big picture. Who else can we put in that ice rink? The 3rd District? The 4th? Big picture and long game, baby. And I'm talking long game. But the saying still rings true in Scary Town, where civic engagement is a way of life, and every town council meeting is packed with citizens making their voices heard. So that's three votes to two in favor of changing Main Street to the street with all the shops. Well, that's the end of the official business for tonight's Scary Town Town Council meeting. We will now open the floor to public comment. Yes, my name is Elmira Higgins, and I live at 42 Stags Heart Road. I want to know what you're going to do about all these snakes. Thank you, Miss Higgins. Yes, due to a warm winter, we have seen a spike in the town's snake population. I assure you that animal control is working hard to return snake levels to normal through various traps and assorted guns. In the meantime, we ask that all citizens exercise caution when outdoors, especially in wetlands and wooded areas. Next question. My name is Woodrow White. I live at One Hump Lane. Last night, a snake came into my house and bit me. Mr. White, how did the snake enter your home? Through a hole in the window screen, a fissure in the foundation? It came in through the front door. I'm really sorry about that, but let this be a warning to us all. Folks, please double check and make sure you're not leaving your front doors open by accident. Accident? Nope. I opened the door and let the snake in. You let the snake in? Why? I thought it was a man. You thought the snake was a man? Yes, sir. It was wearing a coat. Wearing a coat? Oh, so the snake was standing up like a cobra. No, it was lying on the ground. And was it a very long man-sized snake or was it an average-sized snake? Hmm, good question, good question. Uh, smaller than average? I'd say maybe about one foot, two inches. And you thought that a one-foot, two-inch snake that had somehow managed to crawl into a coat was a man? Uh-huh, I reckon, yep. How did it knock on the door? I don't wait for a knock. I'm polite. Okay, okay, settle down. I think this situation, while unfortunate, is more your fault than the snake's. Nevertheless, animal control will look into it, especially how it got the coat. Next. Hello, my name is Norman Futz. I live on Bump the Rump Way. This week, I dropped my son off at school with what I thought to be his teacher. But when my son came home from school, he informed me that his teacher wasn't his teacher after all. His teacher was a damn snake. So you dropped your son off with a snake. What did the snake look like? You know, a long, scaly stick wiggling round under a wig. Have you met your son's teacher before? Yes. Did the thing you just described physically resemble your son's teacher in any way? Uh, well, I guess if I had to say, uh, well, no. So why did you think that this scaly stick wiggling under a wig was your son's teacher? 
because it had a big ol' apple in its fangs. I'm not an idiot. Okay, did any other teachers, students, or parents see the snake? No. Why not? We weren't at school. But you just said- We were in the woods behind the school. You know, by the snake pit. Why would you drop your son off with a snake-like creature by the snake pit? You can't talk to me like that! Teachers are everyday heroes! <laughs> I agree. Thank you for mentioning the snake pit that's by the school. I'll make a note to get animal control to board that up. Y'all know me. My name is Susanna Splat, and I live in the bulk. Anywho, last night I got arrested, but it turns out the cop was no cop. The cop was a snake! These snakes are getting too sophisticated with their disguises. I want to know what you fat cats is going to do to protect us tax-paying citizens. Miss Splat, we're doing all that we can. Here we go with the double tack. But I simply cannot, under any circumstances or stretch of the imagination, understand how you came to believe that a snake was a police officer. <laughs> what did the snake look like? Like a snake. Long, skinny, like a hose that's alive. Do I gotta draw you a picture? Was the snake wearing a police officer's uniform? Oh, yeah. Okay, the snake was wearing a little tiny cop outfit just for snakes. Get real! He was as naked as the day he was spawned! So why did you think that the snake was an officer of the law? Uh, it had a badge. Duh. Was it local or state? I can't tell pigs apart. He said sheriff on it out a picture of a horse. Like the kind that comes in a child's cowboy costume. Did I stutter? And you said the snake arrested you. Uh-huh. For what reason? It said speeding. The snake spoke. No, dummy. It said it was its bee little reptile eyes through nonverbal communication. I'm smart, see? I knew what he meant. So you picked all of this up while you were driving? I wasn't driving. I was walking. As everybody knows, my car's in the bottom of a lake. <sighs> Why is your car in a lake? Because when I was driving it, I thought I saw a witch. That makes no sense. Witches hate water, dummy. Haven't you seen Wizard of Oz? Okay, we're getting off track. Back to the snake. Didn't it seem odd that you were being arrested for a driving infraction when you weren't in a car? And you know, by a snake? Hey, brother. By the time I could think straight, I was already in cuffs. The snake put handcuffs on you? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. The snake reached out with its big old arms and cuffed me. Get real, cake eater! The cuffs were lying on the ground, and I put them on myself. So you arrested yourself? I didn't want no trouble. Ugh, and then what happened? Well, since I did not receive any further commands, I spent the next seven days lying face down in a ditch. I'm amazed you didn't die. Yeah, I'm pretty incredible. Okay, just so you know for the future, a police officer can't ask you to stay put for a week without eating or drinking. Hey, if they tell me to, I will. I respect our law enforcement. Say, what if we made it illegal to be a snake? Wouldn't that solve the whole snake problem whole cloth? That's not a feasible... I second that law. I third it. That's a majority. The law is passed. That's not how you pass a law. And even if it was, snakes wouldn't respect or uphold. Hey, look at here. The snakes are all leaving town. Huh. Look at them go. They're slithering real fast. Wow. 
I'll be. They're actually leaving. I guess this meeting is adjourned. In the early 1900s, the manufacturing and sale of underwear was prohibited in Scary Town. A small but powerful coalition of total and complete nutsos convinced legislators that the public display of private garments led to impure and indecent thoughts. For decades, the people of Scarytown were forced to make their own underwear under the cover of darkness, stitching together scraps of burlap, grass, and stale bits of bread into crude cover-ups. Eventually, of course, the law was repealed. On December 5th, 1933, a pair of men's boxer briefs went on display in the window of Worthimer's department store in downtown Scarytown, triggering a town-wide wave of instant and furious masturbation. The ban was quickly reenacted and was on the books pretty much up until porn came around in the mid to late 70s, and people just kind of gave up. Ironically, Scary Town is now host to one of the biggest fashion events in the world, its annual Under Things Fashion Show. Welcome to the 2018 Scary Town Under Things Fashion Show. If you're looking for the biggest celebrities and the hottest models parading around in their undergarments, we've got you covered. Well, not that covered. Please welcome to the stage, Kendall in a black bra. Now make some noise for Candace in a white bra. Give it up for Amira in a red bra. Now show some love to Lee, who's wearing a blue bra. Put your hands together for Sovana in a leather bra. Go buck for Cheyenne in a lace bra. Now here's Adriana in a silk bra. And Courtney in a cotton bra. Ladies and gentlemen, Little Lucy Vert. Here's Kelly in a big bra. Make some noise for Taz in a loose bra. Who's this lady in a bra? It's Rianne in a wide-ass bra. And coming up next, it's Kualasi in a... Wait a minute. Where's Kualasi's bra? Oh, wait. I see it now. Nice bra, Kualasi. Ladies and gentlemen, Harry Styles. Kayla's bra is cut low. And Montana's bra is cut high. Veronica's bra has a picture of sexy lips. Michelle's bra is made of chocolate chips. Bree's in a bra made of feathers. Chloe's in a bra made of rocks. Paula's in a bra made of diamonds. And Kiara's bra looks like a clock. Lisa's bra is shiny like metal. Christina's bra is oh so soft. Kimberly's bra is incredibly wrinkled. 
And Alana's bra is made from humpbacked garoft. Ladies and gentlemen, the killers. Petra's bra was sewn by hand. Anka's bra is banned in Iran. Ula's bra has been to space. Stephanie's bra was on Will and Grace. Ladies and gentlemen, Eagle Eye Cherry. Jessica's bra has no straps. Amelia's bra has just one. Amber is wearing too many bras. Cynthia's bra is just here to have fun. Ladies and gentlemen, Beyonce. Oops, I meant, ladies and gentlemen, the Soggy Bottom Boys. Aaliyah's bra is a computer. Mandy's bra is a computer too. Rachel's bra is a computer like Mandy's. Inoki's bra is a computer all her own. Ladies and gentlemen, Moana. And now it's time for the panties. Oops, did I say panties? I meant more bras. In the first episode of this podcast, we introduce you to Lazarus, the amazing medium, a man who was channeling the spirits of the residents of Scarytown who had passed on to the other side. We received hundreds of emails from listeners asking if we could put them in touch with Lazarus so they too could speak to their deceased loved ones. Unfortunately, Lazarus declined all offers and told us to let you know that he, quote, doesn't roll out of bed for less than 10 fucking grand. Luckily for him, the residents of Scarytown are more than happy to cough up the dough to bear witness to his amazing powers. And now, please welcome Lazarus, the amazing medium. All my life, I've been able to commune with the spirits. As a child, I was frightened by what I saw and heard. I did everything I could to block the spirits out, like listening to loud rock and roll music and eating spicy food. But over time, I learned how to use my abilities to bring closure to the departed and the loved ones they left behind. Now, let's see if there is anyone with us tonight who needs a little help. Ah, 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 I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a J. You, sir. Do you know someone with a J name that recently passed? My sister, Jamie. Mm, yes, Jamie. Jamie is, is is taking me somewhere. Sand. Waves. It's, it's a beach. Jamie and I went on a beach vacation before she died. Mm, yes. 
Yes, she's opening something. A, a chest. Uh, no, it's it's some kind of trunk. N it's a cooler. Well, that sounds like Jamie, always fiddling with that cooler. <laughs> she's taking something out of the cooler. It's a swimsuit. A man's swimsuit. It's it's pink with little margarita glasses all over it. Uh, wait, why would a swimsuit be in a cooler? I quit looking at my trunks, you pervert. I I'm... I'm not trying to look. Jamie is showing it to me. Jamie, uh, but I, I don't understand. You you put your swim trunks in a cooler? Uh-huh. Jamie is saying that you did it because the beach is hot? Uh-huh. And that you like being hot? Uh-huh. But not too hot? No. uh So you thought if your swimsuit was cool, you'd stay cool? Oh, well, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> the only person I ever told about that was Jamie. She says it kind of worked, but only for a little bit. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously that wouldn't work. Wait, wait, no. Jamie Jamie wants me to tell you that she thought it was a good idea to keep your swim trunks in the cooler. But it's obviously not a good... Wait. Jamie is saying it is a good idea and that she's a spirit so she knows better. <laughs> it means so much to me to hear that. She thinks that you should bring two swimsuits to the beach next time. Where one and keep one in the cooler, then keep switching them. That way, when one swimsuit starts to get hot, you've got a cold one waiting for you. Wow, two swimsuits? That's the kind of knowledge that could only come from someone who's crossed over. It's not, but okay. Is there anything else you wish to ask Jamie? I can talk to her. Jamie? Uh, would the cooler thing have worked with three swimsuits? You want to bring three swimsuits to the beach? I'm not talking to you, pal. I'm talking to Jamie. <sighs> Jamie says it would work even better. Uh-huh. Okay. The swimsuits would be much colder when you put them on because they've had more time in the cooler. Huh. I feel at peace for the first time in a long time. Thank you, Dr. Lazarus. No. Now, why don't you go cure somebody else? I'm not a doctor. Okay, but that's all you want to talk to your dead sister about? Cold swimsuits? I mean, that's all she wanted to talk to me about. I guess that's true. But you don't have any other questions for her? Oh, let's see. Uh, is she doing okay? Nah, wait. Nah. nah, I'm good. Appreciate it. She says she's good too. Huh. And she's gone. All right, well, thank you, Dr. Lazarus. Alright? Again, not a doctor, and this isn't the type of stuff I usually do. I, I, I do family secrets, untold confessions, final closure. Uh, ooh! Someone has recently lost a spouse. Someone over in, in this area. Uh, my husband passed last month. He was murdered. <gasps> I'm seeing the letter J. My husband's name was Jamie. Two dead Jamies? Isn't that funny? It's not that funny. I mean, I think it's kind of funny. I mean, my husband was murdered, not my sense of humor. All right. Oh, okay, enough. All right. Well, your husband Jamie is here now. He's showing me water. Deep water. Still water. It's, it's a pool. Oh, yeah. Jamie loved our pool. It's also where he was murdered. So, yeah, could be a bunch of reasons why he's showing you the pool. Okay, 
We're sitting by the pool. It's it's night. There's a there's a man coming out of the bushes. He's holding something in his hand. I I can't I can just barely make out his face. What is it? it, it, it wait. We're walking away from the pool. Jamie is taking me into the house, into the kitchen. He's opening up the freezer. He's pulling out a swimsuit. Come on, it's it's a pink bikini with little margarita glasses all over it. That's my bikini. Quit looking at it, pervert. It's your husband who's showing me your bikini. He's the perv. No, he's just cheeky. There's a difference. All right, all right. Shut up. Jamie says that you also like to sit out by the pool. Uh-huh. And sometimes you get too hot. Uh-huh. Jamie says you didn't want to take a dip in the pool because you thought there might be fish. Hey, with water, you never know. So you put your bikini in the freezer. Uh-huh. You wanted to turn it into an ice-kini? Uh-huh. Jamie says the bikini got cold. Very cold, but it never turned into a full-on ice kini. Nuh-uh. Well, Jamie wants you to know that you're the love of his life. Jamie's not saying that. He was cheating on me with, like, three different women. It made me so mad. What's he actually saying? <sighs> Fine, yes. He's not saying that. He's saying that if you really want to make an ice kini, mm-hmm. you'd have to soak your bikini in water before you put it in the freezer. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, talk about wisdom from the great beyond. Jamie's saying his purpose has been fulfilled, and now he's leaving. Wait, what if there's fish in the water? There won't be fish in the water that comes out of your sink. Are you saying that or is Jamie saying that? Jamie? Jamie says to check the water for fish before you soak your bikini. If there are any fish, you can scoop them out with a net and throw them into the trash. A net! Wow. Oh, you don't know how badly I needed to hear that. Thank you, Dr. Lazarus. Again, not a doctor. And you don't want to ask your husband anything else? Um, does heaven have a pool? Maybe is heaven just like one big pool? Of course heaven isn't a big pool. That's the stupidest thing. Can it with the commentary, Mystery Science Theater? I want Jamie to tell me. Fine, I'll ask him. Wait, he he went underwater. Now I can't find him because it, because it seems heaven is one big pool. God Damn it. My third eye is being bombarded with images of bathing suits being kept in cold places. Is this a problem for all of you, huh? All of you in the audience. What? Uh Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be uncomfortable? Having it so cold right on your stuff? Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else have something they want to talk about with a dead person? I wanted to try and connect with my birth father. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Please don't be excited. He was a sex criminal. Sorry. Whoa. Let me see if he's present. Alright. I'm... I'm getting the letter J. Yeah. His name is Jamie, and my name is Jamie, too. 
Jamie is showing me something. Numbers. A keypad. Is it a cell phone? No. A door opening. It's a microwave. He's taking something out of the microwave. It's a letter. It has your name on it. Who puts a letter in the microwave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about that microwave letter. It seems juicy, like a confession. Or a will or something. I, I mean, I'd love to see it. He's throwing the letter out. What? He says you already know about this? Told you. Now he's putting something into the mic microwave. It's a swimsuit. Come. It's a one-piece. It's green with little pink margarita glasses. Okay. You know, keep it in your pants, Doc. One phone call and I'll make sure that you never practice medicine in this hospital again. I'm not... What hospital? Jamie says that you tried to put your swimsuit in the microwave, uh -huh. but you didn't want it hot. You wanted it cold. Uh-huh. And you thought if a microwave gets things hot, it must make them cold too? That's right. In a lifetime of experience of using microwaves, why would you possibly think that? Hey, if I wanted to hear your opinion, I'd have bought a ticket to your show. But you did buy- Shut up. Hey, ask Jamie what would happen if you leave the door open. Jamie says... Jamie says leaving the door open would make it ice cold. That's- there's literally no way that's true. Eventually, it just bring it down to room temperature. Wait, Jamie is tapping my shoulder. Jamie, what? Says God told him that it works. In heaven. Which is a big pool. Alright. Thank you. I'm closing the connection now. Christ almighty. I've wasted my powers on you people and your boiling hot genitalia. Buy a fucking ice pack already. A what? An ice pack. You can freeze it. And you can stick it anywhere. And it stays cold for a long time. So we don't gotta chill our trunks no more? So we don't have to chill our bikinis anymore? No! To the general store! Out of my way, jerks! The woman you heard in that last story went on to invent a portable microwave that you can bring to the beach and use to turn your swimsuit cold in seconds. She's used her newfound fortune to start a super PAC dedicated to requiring hourly prayer at every branch of the United States Post Office. Strangely, she doesn't seem to have a specific religion in mind and just wants, quote, prayer. I guess it's true what they say, the post office that prays together stays together. Well, that'll do it for this episode. We'll see you next time with more Stories from Scarytown. Campfire.